Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive, Uh, and then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away. No minimum listenership. Start getting that anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello and welcome to Off the Wagon. I'm your host, Bobby Howard. Uh, if you haven't haven't heard one of our Thunder Pods before, this is a little bit different than more of the Schooner Pod uh, mix. But we got our we got our panel of guys here: Jameson Maxwell, uh, Ford Brandon, and Andrew Brown. Um, pretty interesting week for the Thunder. Started off low, um, but in general, boys, what do you what do you think, Jameson? I don't think we really can overreact to uh, these two games because we beat a team that really wasn't that good and has been the worst team in the past 20 games in the NBA, I believe. And then we beat another team that we should have won, I mean, should have lost to if because that Dennis Schroeder pass is unacceptable. We can go back and say Billy Donovan should have called the timeout. That's a whole other conversation. But all in all, we got bailed out by a Paul George three and with an and one. And on in all honesty... This could be a completely separate gener- like universe where we're in complete full panic mode because we lost that game. Yeah, Ford, you were you're kind of you were kind of in that panic mode after we lost to the Lakers the other night. Uh, how are you feeling? I was also intoxicated, but we, we, <laughs> that's beside the point. We've calmed down. We've calmed down. Wait, the devil is speaking for, through you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the devil's juice, vodka tonics. But um, for the Atlanta game. Uh, I'm just going to go through, like, I, I made a list of all the, of the games, you know, the, our five-game stretch that where we left off last podcast. And for Atlanta, we gave up 18 threes, 62% shooting, and 45 fourth-quarter points. So without Nerlens Noel, but that's unacceptable to Atlanta. I was pretty frustrated after that game. And then it just kind of hit over the top with the Lakers, where we just played awful defense, g- uh, gave up a 17-point lead in the second quarter, and then we're losing at halftime, you know, and like on a flip of a coin. And, I mean, after those two games, I think were just unacceptable. And for to be a contender in the West with how competitive it is, you just absolutely can't drop those games. Like, it's just so important to just beat the teams you're supposed to beat and then compete against the upper, the I guess, the playoff teams. But, I guess, after that, we made a significant turn at Philadelphia where we played a lot better. Um, still left a lot of wide open threes on the perimeter, but you know Philadelphia just didn't knock them down. Um, we need to do better on the offensive rebounding because we got out we got out offensive rebounded that game. But ultimately, PG's clutched four point play really saved us and gave us the break in the W that we really needed. And concerning the New York game today, we played so much harder and got off to a great start and just didn't look back. And I feel like. That's what we need to do versus the, I guess, the lesser teams, like to take away their confidence, you know, like at the beginning of these games, you know, is so important. And we shot the ball really well, played really great D, 
Um, didn't turn the ball over, had 26 assists. You know, I just a recipe for winning. Shot uh, over 50% from three, 15 of 29. And we just played Thunder basketball, which was defense leading to offense. And I think one last thing was Antonio Daniels today after the game made a really good point that, you know, Russ could have had triple-double if we put him in at the beginning of the fourth to get that one extra assist. But Donovan decided and opted to leave it, leave the starters on the bench. I mean, even though we're blowing them out, we're still like a 15-, 16-point lead. But still left them on the bench because we have a back-to-back tomorrow versus Portland at home, who's, a, I think, a half game behind us in the standings currently. So to have all of our starters rested and ready for that game is pretty important. But, and, um, but for having these two games on the weekend that aren't night games that are, you know, I think – a 2.30 or 12.30 and 11.30, uh, that really throws a, a team off their schedule, and I think we responded really well to that. Well, besides having four terrible losses in the last two weeks, I think we've really uh, refound our identity. You know, we've been struggling with effort and just absolutely not showing up to games, and then finally coming out today and playing hard was a really encouraging sign. I think that Philly game and the whole Joel-Russ rivalry kind of sparked a fire into them. That's and I great, hope, by the way. And I, I really hope that can uh, keep that. But we are about to hit the hardest part of our schedule, so we're going to have to see uh, what this team's really made of right now. Yeah, and Ford, I'd like to piggyback real quick before I forget on your Antonio Daniels thought about what he said. I really do think the Thundercast was really making some really good points on the TV broadcast today. Michael Cage said actually during the game, that every time he plays in his church league, he got a mouse in the house. Yes, I I heard that. (laughs) I I thought that was some really good input, and I'm very glad that the Thunder commentators are giving us some insight into their personal life. (laughs) And his boats. Yeah, he, he's just like I just walk into the building and I automatically have to let them know there's a you are you know I'm I'm there's a mouse in the house I'm like dude you're like six ten going up against short like accountants like come on what 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 do you what do you expect man the the banter about him and the boats was the worst he goes he goes yeah so I bought a boat so I started talking to more people who buy boats and you know people who buy boats are just more more affluent people and i'm like what are you where are you going with this i was so confused like how did this get brought up he's like six nine like playing against (laughs) father pat like in his church like come on dog that's that's just unfortunate here's the thing i look i like the new guy that i can't even remember his name wessel rustbrook wessel yeah he he that's how little of a personality he has that you can't even remember his freaking name yeah chris fisher chris yeah chris fisher i think he's a good like announcer but like i kind of miss brian davis i miss i miss quirk how quirky he is i think you need he was such a homer and he was like our announcer since day one like that dude was awesome him and michael cage fed off of each other so hard it was it was it was another level of just homer it just doesn't fit well because you have this like like normal good broadcaster that you'd see doing like just a random ESPN softball game, but now you yeah. you know so so you have this really nice kind of straight man, and you have Michael Cage who's just talking about boats and you know beating up on Father Pat. So and he <laughs> has no idea what to say when Michael Cage is talking; it just lets him ramble. At least we got Matt Pinto. You know that dude's awesome for the radio. Yeah. 
But but I mean, who? What would? What do you think you'd say if you're sitting next to Michael Cage? Like this man leaves you speechless, and especially Smiling now Cage. that BD's gone, he thinks he's like head honcho now. So he just just goes off in even worse rambles. And I even considered watching NBA TV today. Oh, hey, you would you would add uh, you would add Clyde Frazier and uh, Mike Breen. Oh, Mike Breen would have been good. Green. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, he's the he's the guy who yells bang. You know, yeah, Mike. Breen. I was really about to say that. How was today not a national TV game for the Thunder? I don't understand that. I don't think many national TV people will want to watch an eleven thirty game. I mean, it's Martin Luther King Day. I mean, how I mean, many you had to work today. Work? I mean, a lot of people still work. Well, yeah, but that would also mean you couldn't miss the rerun of Get Up. So, oh, like, that's true. Yeah, well, the Pacific <laughs> Coast people would miss their Mike Greenberg. Like they need they need his hot true. takes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's just it's just. I don't know. Just missing Brian Davis a little more, but that's all good. Um, do y'all okay? So on whenever there's a game on TNT or ESPN, do y'all even consider going to Fox Sports Southwest? I'm not gonna lie, I do it every time. It's oh, bad. and it's oh. not. It's not out of. It's not out of. Here's the thing. It's not out of some sort of loyalty. Pure homerism. Banish it's, him. I just I forget. I I honestly just straight up forget that. No, that is a total lie. <laughs> no, I, it 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 is, it is absolutely no. It's at this point, it's absolute. I go to my Fox Sports app and I watch that, and it just it's just like like a routine. Uh, it's not it's nothing additional. I just completely forget about national TV sometimes. I mean, I I'm not unaware of how Michael Cage feels about our team and Russell Westbrook, so I like to see what other people have to say. <laughs> so that's, I mean, like whenever whenever we're on national TV, I always click on like the ESPN or ABC TNT broadcast. But I do love my homers. It's I never on purpose. It's never on purpose. Sure, sure, Bobby. Now my grandparents always Fox Sports Oklahoma for some reason. I don't know why. It's weird. It gives off that you know us versus them mentality. I love it. We're homers. I, I don't. I don't know if I love it though, because sometimes I just Michael Cage will argue a call and it's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy when he realized he was really adamant that he was that something was wrong, and they watch the replay, and then he tries to figure out any kind of reason to like reinforce his argument. He just tries to pivot out of it, <laughs> like Colin Cowherd. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, here, okay. Here's a bit of a spicy pivot here. Uh, so we're we're all we're <laughs> mainly because I think Ford will get randomly upset about this. But uh, I think Don't Paul George. I, I think Paul George is the best player on this team. Well, yeah. yeah. I feel like everybody's yeah. going to agree with that. And, and on in this current time, like we're not talking history. People who bring up history and arguments with sports, I think it's very very minimal. In its impact, it only has to do with confidence. This season, the way Paul George is playing on offense completely takes over Russell Westbrook, and then his defense is top two in the league, probably without a doubt. First team all defense. Well, well, like ten games ago, Russell Westbrook had the best defensive like PR or whatever, like in the well, game. It's because numbers aren't everything. Because sometimes whenever Russell balls out on it. On his like, he loves just like leaving his man completely open and going for steals. And whenever those work out, and he doesn't get bit in the ass on those, which is rare, it skyrockets his per. So you can't really look into that. 
He also leads the league in steals and assists, is shooting a career high at the rim. I mean, I will say, like, you know, this year Paul George is playing better just because he's having a career season. And for a player like him, I mean, obviously that's incredible. But, uh, I mean, I'd say say this year he is playing better than Russell Westbrook, but just by a little, and it's just because of Russell Westbrook's offensive woes. If Russ was shooting at a normal clip, he's still the better player. I... I mean, I don't know about that. I'm just, I think the thing about Westbrook is even, I, I, I think a normal clip is, it, it's hard to tell what that would be because he's obviously, it feels like he's shooting a little less because of, I mean, he knows he's struggling offensively, kind of dips down a bit. Um, but the, but I, I don't know, Paul George, this, what, what he's doing right now, that I think he's, I think they're not giving him enough MVP talk. I don't think he is the MVP because I think Harden's, the run, Harden's on right now is just ridiculous, but uh, that's like oh six Kobe. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it, it is. It's comparable. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it, what what he's having to do for the Rockets right now is just it's it's just crazy. But um, right now, Paul George, I think he's a he's a top five player in this league, and it's still funny to me that some Laker fans to this day are like, oh yeah, we don't need Paul George, we're good with just LeBron, KC. Yeah, they'll be gone before we know it. I think yep. this trade deadline's gonna. Uh, I think KCP is probably the most expendable just because of his contract and everything. Because if they want to, if the Lakers need another piece to trade, they're gonna have to get someone who has a decent contract. And the only way they can match salaries is if they send KCP in that deal. They have too many rookie deals. Well, Bradley Beal's not gonna win him a championship. The Wizards aren't trading Bradley Beal. It's I, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I think if they're making a big move, it's really Anthony Davis or bust. I think it's going to be a role player yeah. that's on a multiple year deal that they'd like that would be for the following seasons. Well, New Orleans would be stupid to trade Anthony Davis at the deadline. I don't know about that. I don't know about that because they. I mean, they're clearly just not a great team. They're twelfth in the West right now. Anthony Davis is out right now. And only that, but long term, uh, I mean, what 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 star player do you think they can lure to New Orleans? Do you think Anthony Davis wants to stick around for a team that's rebuilding through the draft? I mean, if you if you can get him out and get a whole bunch of picks for him, do that. Well, I mean, he's a free agent in twenty twenty, though. You know, I can see you trading him next year, but you know, or if he doesn't t- if he doesn't take the uh, the extension offer, then you start looking into possible trades. But at this deadline, this season, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, but don't you think you could get more value for a guy if you, I don't know, I'm not even thinking L.A. specifically. What if you you could send him to another team who's who's just kind of on the cusp? Um, I'm just bit, Boston has a lot of good picks. Yeah, I'm, I I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't like. Let's just. I'm just spitballing here. Let's say like Indiana or something. I don't know. Like uh, someone who who could. Have some escalation, but not really there. Um, who would give up a bu- just just someone who could give up picks? Um, I don't know in the future. I'm, I'm trying to look trade at- for Tyreek Evans for the third time. Tyreek <laughs> Evans. Oh my gosh, where where he's been on the Pelicans like three separate times. Where, I feel like. The Pelicans and the Kings they just keep passing him back and forth. Where Jameson? Where's Tyreek Evans right now? He's in Indiana. Indiana. Tyreek yeah. Evans is in Indiana. He he, he just signed. He just signed yeah. there, and he was in Memphis last year. Oh my god! I knew he was in Memphis. I okay, yeah. 
Okay, yeah, jeez. Because because there's there's all the rumors like the Thunder people are like, oh, we should go get Tyreek Evans. We need more creators. Like we just got Dennis Schroeder. Calm down. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, the, the going back, kind of rounding towards the whole what the Thunder need on this team. The Thunder really don't need anything, in my opinion. At this point, I feel like we have our pieces. Um, the only kind of player I could see us needing is another kind of Jeremy Grant, you know, and because our wings are settled when Andre comes back. Our point guards are obviously settled. We have the best backup point guard in the league, and we have great centers. Uh, I mean, the only thing is we need another kind of slash forward, and I don't we're foresee sh- us really making any big-time moves. We're shooting. Because no, I don't know so about Alex the, Sabrinas. The, His fate's up in the air. That's the lazy argument. I'm tired of Thunder fans saying we need more shooting. What have we been doing the past couple games? We've been shooting the dang lights out. And, we're, and our di- identity isn't supposed to be a team that shoots all the time. We've, we, we said coming into this season that everyone else is doing all the shooting and they can't surmount the Warriors. So let's try something different. Let's try to be this defensive juggernaut. So if we just go and get more shooting, is that, tr- is that truly what our identity is, or is that just conforming to what we see works for the Warriors? So we think that's what we need. I we're we're shooting a surmount insurmountable amount of threes right now. I, I we we don't we don't need it. We don't need any more shooting. Well, yeah, I, I also think Terrence Ferguson, even though I think he probably will will progress to the mean a little bit. You know, probably slow down on these threes a bit. Um, I think I think Terrence Ferguson is that guy that we need. I mean, he, the way he's been hitting, hitting shots has been very impressive. You might want to see the volume go down a bit. He's definitely going to miss a couple more of those in the future. But the guy, the guy's been hot recently, and if he, if he can if he can keep that up with the way he's been playing defense, I mean, he's our he's our answer there. I feel that. I mean, we we I mean we do have significant amount of shooting. I mean, Dennis Schroeder, Paul George, whoa, 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 Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder cannot. As of, as the past two games, yeah, he's, he's I mean, a, he's, he shoots like what, like, like oh, three, let's, four, let's three pull the stats game, up. He'll hit one or he's, two. He's like a thirty-two percent, three point three percent from three. Yeah, so if anyone, that's I solid. consider someone a shooter that they can shoot if they're above thirty-five. That's solid because I think the league average is around thirty-five, right? Uh, not sure. That's a good question, though. Well, I mean, that was just a name of someone who can hit threes. Oh, he I mean, Turf for going Jeremy Grant shooting at a good clip. I wouldn't call him a shooter, though. Okay, I'm. Uh, I mean, well, no, guy, I'm just guys, saying we got people who can make threes. Well, there's a difference between guys who make the threes and guys who are shooters, in my opinion. I think Paul George is a guy. I think Turd Ferguson is a guy. Those are the only two that are above thirty five percent. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm just, I mean, from straight skill, Alex Abrinas is a type of guy that should be able to make kind of that range. Abrinas is shooting thirty two percent from the from three. And this has been a weird year for him. Just the first part, I feel like that would kind of average out. He got some sort of foodborne illness and disappeared off the face of the earth he's, for he's two a, months. Yeah, he's definitely a plus 35. And, and this is really, really good that we're starting to see him on the bench, and he's active. I And it's really like your mind just starts to race of what could be this personal leave if he's back on the bench in practice, but he's not playing. Like, does this guy have some kind of, like, dormant illness that's, like, permanent in his life? Because he's yeah. able to tra- to travel to Spain. 
So it isn't something that's like acute, where it's only lasting for a certain amount of time. It's going to he probably fell through. If it's well, some probably fell through the transfer portal I, or something. Yeah. And it's something there's something in there. I mean, I have a friend uh, who just quit the Thunder, but I mean, she had been working there for I think over two years. And I asked her, and I said, "Well, what's going on with Alex Sabrinas? I mean, the dude's literally MIA. No one's heard a word from him, and he hadn't played since Christmas." And she said, you know, I really can't tell you much because, like, it's against, you know, my, my contract or whatever. But all I can say is, like, he's sick. Like, so there's I, there's probably an illness that's a lot more serious than we, you know, believe it to be. That's, I mean, that's obviously, what I'm trying to get. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's he's actually sick with something. When you, get, when you get two viruses in the span of that short amount of time, it's not the flu. There, there's something more serious there. And... It's obvious, like I said, it's obviously something that's not like impacting him to where he can't travel and he's like the kind of sick where he's sitting in bed and he can't move kind of thing. There's something different yeah. there, and he probably got tested whenever he did have the flu and they found something more serious. That's my guess. Yeah. I mean, what do y'all think? I I think uh, I told you. I we'll kind of cut up that that. That dead space out of it. I kind of think a lot of that. There, there also might be a theory that some of it might be, you know, homesickness or some of these European players can get burnt out at times, and you know, it, it, sometimes they just need time off to come back. It, it. I know, I know that happens in very rare cases. Like Rudy Fernandez didn't really work out in the league. You know, went back to could have probably played a couple more years in the NBA, but decided to go back to Euroball. So maybe, maybe it's something mental, but. I mean, this is it, this well, is just yeah, real, the, really, really weird. The the mental ball thing is definitely a, a big time thing. Whenever he's missed those two last second shots, but I, I'm not buying into that. I mean, you're a professional athlete; you get past that thing. You, if you're a shooter and you've been a shooter your whole life, and you miss shots in big time moments, you move on. You have a short term memory. That, that's not it. You're not going to miss 15 games because you're just beating yourself up for missing games. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just spitballing theories. I don't know. Um, oh no, I'm not ragging on. Yeah, no, no, for sure. All right, let's look at let's look at uh, some news around the NBA. Obviously, uh, probably the biggest thing, not the biggest thing. No, this is probably the biggest thing that happened today in the NBA. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, Abdul Nader blown up in the fourth as, quarter. Uh, Abdul Nader is is the yeah, oh, at yeah. Andrew. Yes. And Tornator. Tornator. Andrew Brown with that awful Abdul Nader take from like a month ago. We're still beating him up on it. Okay, so he he has been playing better, I will admit. But you guys were saying he was the greatest thing since sliced bread after like two games. Oh, you're hedging here, Andrew. <laughs> Is that Colin Cowher? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we have to talk about our, our old friend Carmelo Anthony. Uh, got traded from the uh, rockets to the uh, to the Bulls for a, for a couple cash for some cash considerations. They sent him a couple shekels, and he went over to Chicago, and he's getting cut apparently. But um, yeah, where where do you guys think Carmelo's next stop's going to be? Is it even in this country? Because I kind of thinking China. I'm thinking I'm thinking he's going to be the newest Shanghai Shark. I think it'll sucker some team into signing him somehow. I don't know yeah. which one, but like how how have other teams not looked at the Thunder and the Rockets and seen what has happened to them? I mean, I just don't understand why you would want to risk a, like a whatever you got going to make it worse. 
Well, I yeah, and Bobby, I don't think it's Shanghai Sharks. My my, I feel more of Guangdong Southern Tigers. Oh no, no. So, those Southern but, Tigers are trash, man. <laughs> you can I mean, take the stuff somebody. on Marbury route. They, they, they get you know you know who plays for the Guangdong Southern Tigers. Uh, who, wait, who is it? Is it Cole Aldrich? Jim That's right, that? it's Cole Aldrich, nope. right? It, it's E.G. on the. Oh line. no! Oh yeah! The, oh. <laughs> wait, you still you still playing ball? Yes. Oh man, he is still playing. Oh yes, I love it. Like, honestly, China, the Chinese basketball league is it's it's a hell of a time from what I've seen. There's there's a pretty good uh, pretty good guy I follow on Barstool named Donnie Does who lives out there. He's this uh, Boston. He's this big Boston guy who, who I guess you could call him a mattel, but he. Uh, shows up at he shows up at all these games and just yells at uh just yells at um uh why am i blanking on 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 the guy on his name starberry he yells at starberry yeah he's just just talks so much crap to poor starberry but he's a big fan of jimmer the uh the mormon megalodon so doesn't starberry have a statue like outside that stadium oh yeah no he's he's a cult hero in china he 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 has a musical about him where he played himself. That's awesome. He played himself. <laughs> hey, Ford, do you remember that one video of the uh, the one guy in China who just saw Kobe Bryant and he burst into tears? Yeah. That would be me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all know that video. We all know that video. So. Yeah. But also, Guangdong also was home to Royal Ivy for a little bit, right around that Thunder Ooh. time. So Thunder legend. Royal Ivy. Before he came back to coach. Yeah, Nick Collison who? He should get our jersey retired. His jersey retired before him. Mm. Royal Ivy. That number seven? Was he number seven? Yeah, he was number seven. We don't have anyone wearing number seven right now. No, no, Royal Ivy. Timothy Lawawu Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting we have him on the team. He has a really cute dog. All those DNP CDs really make me forget about him. By the way, uh, Cabaret during the Philly game, did you guys notice – how like uh, Ben Simmons came up to him pregame and was like, "Hey man, like how's it going?" Because you know he played on the Sixers before, and like Cabrera like wouldn't speak to him. And then like because you know they was mic'd up, and then Simmons was like, "Oh, you don't want to talk to me now?" And then he got like shook his head. And it's because Russ, dude, Russ in the locker room. He's like, "It's us versus them. Screw everyone. You're not talking to him. Anything. You're on our team. Like you know, Russ says that in practice. That means he bought in, and that you've got to love it." Good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I I mean that that means that Russ is a leader and it's impacting the people below him, and that's all you can ask for. Uh, I mean, it's obvious there's beef between the Thunder and the Sixers, and we only play twice a year. But whenever it comes that time, there's no BS. That's true. Yeah, but you're Timothy Luau Cabarro, and you don't play. Like it's kind of a dick move to not go say hi to your teammate. Oh, the, I'm, I, Andrew, I'm going to stop you. I feel like the whole team is one. I don't know if you've seen the Thunder shirts, but we are all one together. <laughs> and just because you are just some guy on the end of the bench, you are only as strong as your weakest link. Don't stereotype, uh, Andrew. Don't stare I did get that Sam Presti uh, mail once because I wore a Hashim the Beat shirt. And he sent me a whole thing saying that he appreciated how I appreciated all, all the players when I was rocking that hash jersey, so... I'm Dude, rocking the Alex Abrinas jersey tomorrow. Wait, wait who, are you, who are you rocking tomorrow? The Abrinas jersey, because I know he'll be on the bench. I will give him all of the claps and cheers from just Yeah, you got to give him up. How many other Abrinas jerseys have you seen in the arena, Jameson? I think I've seen one. <laughs>
I did have to custom and do the what do you call it, where it's like the crappy uh, lettering and everything. The screen print. Screen print. Yeah, yeah, but that's Rip. the only way you could do it. Well, that's so. unfortunate. At least I didn't get it from AliExpress. So we had our days with AliExpress. AliExpress is Chase Calvert's AliExpress Stephen Adams jersey. You know, y'all know what I'm talking oh. about. The one, the one does the wrong color it was blue. Like, it was like turquoise blue. And he was like, guys, look at my new jersey. How cool is it? We, it was so bad that we didn't want to break it to him. So we just. It's worse than those navies from. Walmart. Oh, it was. It was that was. It was a tough, look, tough look for my guy Chase. Man, that was. Oh god, that was yeah. I think we that was when we were watching one of the Clippers games uh, in the playoffs at B Dubs. Because Keys had a weird st- stretch where he was obsessed with B Dubs. I've seen people wear those Walmart Thunder jerseys, and I just don't know how you could how you could bring yourself to put that on. Balling on a budget, but I mean, just put on a T-shirt. Yeah, do that. I mean, yeah, I could the shirts you look is way better. Jersey was a big thing. Like I was obsessed with jerseys. Like growing up, I always thought they were so cool. Now I'm just like I'll refuse to wear a jersey. Yeah, that's it. They got really lame really fast. Yeah, that's that was unfortunate because I we, we I love jerseys. We I had myself we had ourselves our little collection. I had a Matt Bonner one and a our UG on the the UG on yes. one. It's classic, man. It was a good time. I got my Kobe one. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, that's that's <laughs> such a special jersey for Kobe. No one, because nobody likes Kobe. Hey, I had a Derek Fisher one for a while. That was pretty cool. D- yeah. in, on a Thunder jersey. D Fish, cool. yeah. D Fish really did the Mavericks dirty that one year. Where he, oh. remember, he signed on as a free agent after he left us, and then he. Um, just in the middle of the season, was like, yeah, I'm going to retire to take care of my daughter. And then, because she's in L.A., and then like two weeks later, he signs with us. Oh, he hoed them so hard. Yeah, it was good times, though. But I love it. Screw Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, let's take a look ahead. Um, Obviously, pretty huge game tomorrow, or I guess if you're listening to this today. um, Huge. Portland comes to Oklahoma City. Uh, This was pretty much the biggest... Probably the biggest game, probably our biggest win of the season. I think a couple weeks ago in I would definitely yeah in the agree. Moda Center that in Philly yeah but yeah. Philly this one's a division win yeah Philly was kind of like this weird fluky win but the Portland one was that was a beatdown that was a really solid win well, yeah. and it was it was I mean it was good mentally knowing that we can finally you know erase that yeah and then um, so, I mean since we had. One in, since like what fourteen since we broke were the curse. Like oh that. yeah, we broke that curse. Yeah, that was massive. Uh, yeah, and then after that, we got another home game against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans on Thursday um, without Anthony Davis. That if we good. don't win that game with them not having Anthony Davis, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna punch my TV. They're still a good team. I mean, I understand they're not a playoff team, but they. I mean, Drew Holiday, Nikola Mirotic. Uh, I mean, they've still got some players, but I mean, they did. If you guys watched the Memphis game today, they played pretty well. Like, I was impressed at on the road versus a team that's gritty in Memphis. I mean, Memphis impressed. has a losing record. I, I mean, but still, going on the road without your star to Memphis is still tough. That's that's a game the Thunder really need to show up for because that that's in a that's one of those danger type games like the Laker the LeBronless Laker one. That's a young team that can still get up for a big game. A couple nights, a couple nights later, they win, uh, almost beat Harden. So, it's it's not bad. Yeah. 
And then we got Giannis. They almost took down Harden until he like dropped three threes in a row. Exactly. In like the final minute. Yeah, he, he, went, he went crazy. And then we got Giannis and the Bucks coming on Sunday. Oklahoma City. That's an early 5 p.m. kick or tip off. That's that's kind of fun. Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about Giannis? Uh, probably his second MVP candidate so far this year. Mm. Definitely second. Yeah, yeah, I'd say second. Yeah, after I don't know. I just, I mean, Harden's scoring a lot of points, and he's willing this team, but it's just not. He's not scoring the way. He's not as dominant as Giannis is. He's Harden gets awarded a lot of foul shots and threes, and it's not very fun to watch. But I mean, while the voters might like that, it's not fun watching him go. 10 of 30 from 3. That what what was that one game you had 2 of 17 or something like that? What was what were the numbers on that? There's some some pretty rough. I can't really don't really remember. I mean, it's we can say, yeah, I don't like how he gets to the foul line that much and he's high volume, but you have to when you're two of your top 3 players are out, right? Yeah, he's I mean, he's doing what Russ had to do but, in in the in the all uh in the post Kevin Durant season, so and he's will and he's brought this team back to the middle of the West, and that is impressive. And now Giannis has been keeping Milwaukee at the top, and they're doing awesome in every single way. I, I just don't see. I, I don't think Giannis could will his way the way Harden is doing. I think Giannis can will his way pretty far. I just think if the Bucks finish with the best record in the East and the Rockets finish in the middle of the pack of the West, that's going to strengthen Giannis's case. Yeah, do you, if you put Giannis on this Houston team right now, would he be able to do what Harden's doing? I think he could. I, I think know. he could. I think he can do so much. Um, I think he. I think he can do so much offensively and uh, obviously defensively. I think with his size, but it, that's a, that's an interesting thing to see because Car- or Harden might be one of the best create. One of the best, yeah, the one of the best offensive creators we've ever seen in this game, w- without a doubt, one of the best I've ever seen. He could create his own offense like no other player I've seen, probably, probably ever. Yeah, 150 straight points without an assist. That's pretty. That's pretty good at creating your own offense. <laughs> that's 06 Kobe, baby. That's 06 Kobe. <laughs> no assists. Yeah. Hey, it's hard to assist on free throws. Oh, though. for sure. And then after that, we got a game in Orlando. Uh, facing the Magic, good. That should be another. That sh- that should be another easy win. Orlando has been. Uh, well, we said that about Atlanta. No, it... I'm not. After we drop that game, I'm not counting any game as an we, easy win. Not match, even Cleveland. You know, we match up better with Orlando because we've always been good versus very good big men team. Nikola Vucevic is going to do have a lot of trouble with Stephen Adams, and that Orlando does really well, and Vucevic does really well. Hawks, yes, they're horrible, but they've got guys like Kevin Herter who's shooting an obscene amount from three point, and then Trey Young didn't do too much. But I mean, guys like Torian Prince, who's just going to randomly like blow up. I mean, I mean, what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I don't think there's any way you can excuse that loss. No, I, I understand. I'm just saying they've they've got the potential of guys that can just blow up. The Magic, not so much. They've got their known star that they run through. And we're going to do really well in guarding him. That's just my take on that. Here's a question: just, Is there has there ever been a player more unde- or more undeserving of a hit song than Mo Bamba? Yes. 
I think if you want to buy stock in Mobamba, buy it now because next year he'll blow up because Visvich is going to leave in free agency. We, we really needed a Johan Petro song. Oh, yes. Johan Petro, <laughs> very similar. Johan well, I wouldn't Petro. say he's a lock to leave. I mean, look at Aaron Gordon. I mean, it's if you're the Magic and you have Mo Bamba, he's not playing much minutes, and you see that they're not doing well with Jonathan Isaac next well, to him, why wouldn't you let him go? Why he's would you be not out- trade him then? I, he could definitely get traded in two weeks. I, I 1,000% see that. I definitely put him on the top of my list of guys who could get They need to save Jonathan Jonathan Simmons from this team. He's wasting some good years here. Why would you leave San Antonio for Orlando? Money. 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 (laughs) San Antonio? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Why why would they not? You don't know. Why why are these people going to Brooklyn like Alan Crabb? Oh, I guess Alan Crabb got traded. Brooklyn's going to blow up. Brooklyn's going to be the hot spot in free agency. When I'm talking about the past couple years, people going, like Ed Davis went inside. Ford, people have been saying that since like 2012 and nothing's happened. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Everyone's everyone thought uh, that. Every, why would you want now, Bobby? That's a stretch. Twenty twelve. They were that was, no, everyone's since they no. moved to Brooklyn. Everyone was like, "Oh, you look out for Brooklyn oh, as a destination." Okay. Well, you're talking about the beginning of Brooklyn, and then the middle of Brooklyn's a completely different story. The Darren Williams, Joe Johnson, Gerald, uh, what's his name, Gerald Wallace era was yeah. there was hope there because they just made the big trade with Paul for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. <laughs> and then ever since then there's been no hope there. So I don't want to hear it. They were the complete They were crap. getting Dwight Howard hype. I remember when that was like his main destination like Magic like would not trade. Well they him. ended up getting Dwight Howard I guess long term or uh, in the future. Just ended up waving him. <laughs> just very very <laughs> Yeah. Um Poor, poor Washington. Even though Washington's doing quite well recently, I think they won seven of ten. Yeah, old Scott, Earl hey, Pal Scotty Brooks has been has kind of turned it around a bit. Uh, shout out to Thomas Sadaransky for his first triple double. Sad, sad as he's always a smart guy, NBA yeah. guy. It's like all the people who pay close attention to the NBA know Sato's a good oh, yeah. player. He, he, he's <laughs> he's a he's a coveted NBA nerd player right there. I'm a big fan. Uh, and then the last. Or I guess our the last game of the next five, we got uh, got a trip to Miami, uh, one of my my oh. favorite towns, uh, as I've noted many times on the Schooner Pod. Um, you got history. I, I got I got bad history. I got bad history. It is it, it, it my the Miami Heat is it's it's an ex girlfriend that just won't go the hell away. So, um, you keep coming back. I keep co- but I keep, keep I keep coming I keep back. I keep coming back. It just it, so. I don't know. I how how have the Heat been? I've I, I've kind of not heard much about them other than their uniforms. Sitting at seventh in the West. Oh, I had the standings pulled up. East. Seventh in the West. Uh, yeah, they, they're seventh. <laughs> east, Bobby. <laughs> uh, east. Oh God. That's what Miami is. In fact, the furthest crazy. east you can My, go. <laughs> wait, it is. <laughs> I, I'm all mixed up. Miami's got me thinking weird thoughts here. I, I'm just like, ugh. I'm all jumbled up. It's they've just got so many like. Eighteen million dollar players that just don't like Tyler Johnson and James Johnson and Deion Waiters. That is just they're just Winslow. such a lost cause. And they Justice oh, Winslow's good. Yes, he is great. He's he is a great. He is person. getting very good. Is it, is it Bam out of bio? That yes, guy. Bam's, Bam's really good. But I'm telling you. Miami would do really well if they could get rid of those big contract guys. And a lot of people would be like, okay, let's trade all these guys and then we'll work with it from there. 
no, they're just stuck. They're just stuck in complacency. They're just yeah. middle of the road, and there's nothing they can how, do. How much are they? Because no you one can't wants get their more guys. The road, though, how much are they paying Kelly Olynyk? Oh, that, God. Too much. I forgot about that. Let's, let's you, pull it up. I'm going to pull up. Too much. You guys much. know who Tyler Johnson looks like? Looks like uh, Cousin Moe's. Mr. Tumnus. Oh, <laughs> Moe's. Like he does look Mr. like Moe's. She looks like Mr. Tumnus so cool. and, and, and Cousin Moe's. It's those damn sideburns. It looks way closer to Moe's now, now that you bring it up. <laughs> it's pretty great right there. All right, here's Gus going down. They're paying Whiteside, who they barely even play, 25 mil. Tyler Johnson's getting paid 19. Dragic's getting paid 18. Dragic what happened to Whiteside? Whiteside's like top five in blocks. He's like averaging like three games. He's uh, pretty solid. I mean, just if the way they don't play him enough. The guy's averaging 12 points per game. Like, I understand he gets a lot of blocks, but I... He, so this recent game he just played, he only played 20 minutes. A guy who's getting paid 25 million should not be paying 20 minutes. 25 He's minutes averaging a game, 26. That's yeah, that's, 25 that's, that's Bad. That's, that's bad for a guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 25 mil. Tyler Johnson, 19. Goran Dragic, 18 mil. James Johnson, 14. Kelly Olenek, 12 and a half. Deion Waiters, 11 and a half. That's, like, that's okay. bad. Uh, I guess Deion... <laughs> the death row of average players yeah, right yeah. there. In Deion's past two, ga- <laughs> uh, past two games, he's had 18 points and 21 points. Uh, granted, in, his la- in, the, in the game before that stretch, he had two. But you know what? I, I'm here for... Uh, Dion Waiters coming back and uh, our 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 thick king coming in and you know getting some wins for the Heat. Now I missed he... that 2016 team so bad with him. It was such that 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 was such a lovable team. Was, I don't know if it was our best that team. Was our best year, I think so. I don't. know. It was. F- we had all the experience. We had a great roster. I mean, it was little. If it wasn't for a bad shooting night by both of our stars, we would be in the NBA Finals. That's how good they were. I mean, yeah, they, they were one of those teams where it's like they kind of flipped that legendary mystical switch, you know, in the playoffs. But damn, they were good. Yep. Yeah, I'd say I'd say they're number two. Yeah, but really, yeah, uh, 2013. Yeah, that the best. Uh, our NBA NBA championship team. So the okay, yeah, the 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 year with Harden probably is the best. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We had a better record the year after in 13. Yeah, but they, it wasn't I mean, for Russ getting injured. Who knows? It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Yeah, it just – and granted, like that team without Russ just wasn't going to do it because, I mean, y'all, y'all remember, we basically had Kevin Durant running point guard at times. He, he would just kind of take we it always over. Needed, we always needed a, a two-guard off the bench after Harden left, and we just never really found it. I mean, Kevin Martin came. He was good. 20, he averaged 21 that year. No, what, he did? He averaged like 20, 21, he, I think. He, yeah, we, oh, we, we got up. some good years from Kevin Martin, but he could never create a shot like Harden did. That's what we really missed out of that 2013 team. Kevin Martin. Well, yeah, we're not going to be able to compare anyone to James Harden, but okay. we got to move past that. For sure. Yeah. 20, 21 might have been a stretch, uh, more like 14, but... <laughs> Wait, yeah, just... A, just That's what it was. Just, yeah, just a, 2013 averaged 14 points. Just a small seven-point difference there. <laughs> no way. I mean... That's he, what it is. He <laughs> couldn't create, and that's one thing that we've got to be optimistic about this season, is we have a creator off the bench in Dennis Schroeder. For sure, and that's that's been huge, and considering we got him... We've needed that, our whole Considering we got him as, like, 
I don't know, collateral for getting rid of or Carmelo Anthony. Like, that's great. That's, that is fantastic. And, and one thought that, made, that makes me think about something, like, can you realize how blessed we are that we're in a position where Russell is doing this bad and our narrative currently is, hey, Paul George is doing well, Russell's just kind of being weird. If Russell was doing this bad in any of the past nine, ten seasons, it's, I mean, panic. We're in complete free fall. It's a doomsday, and you got to really appreciate how Sam Presti's uh, constructed this team to be obviously way less reliant on Russ. You're seeing a lot of guys step up. Steven Adams at times has been an incredible scoring presence. Um, I'd like to see a lot more of that. He was great in Philadelphia, but uh, yeah. We're playing as a team more. I mean, we had 26 assists today. We moved the ball. Yeah. I, if we can play like that, that's that's pretty good. So, yeah. We need more Abdul Nader ice. Well, what's everyone's, uh, what's everyone get, everyone's guess on the next five? I'll start first. All right. Uh, or, no, Ford, you go first. Yeah. Well, hold on. I, I kind of forgot the team. Uh, I'm looking. Yeah, right. what's the okay. schedule? Yeah, we kind of jumped around there. Okay, so it's it's Portland at Thunder, Pelicans at Thunder, Milwaukee at Thunder. Uh, Dude, just read off the teams that we play. Yeah. Uh, and then we play in Orlando. And the, I don't know why I need to mention the Thunder part. We obviously knew it was us. Exactly. That's what I was talking <laughs> <I mean>, about. <laughs> And then we play. And then we play. And then we play the Heat. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say we go on a six-game win streak, including you know Sixers, Knicks. I, I think we're gonna win. Blazers, Pelicans, Bucks take care of all business at home. We're gonna beat the Magic, and then we're gonna lose to the Heat. No, I'm gonna go with a solid four and two. I think. I think we'll probably. We play five games. Uh, okay, well, you can't go my bad. Two. Three, three. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> I mean, let's go. Let's go three and two. I think we go three and two. I think we lose tomorrow in, or uh, to, yeah, tomorrow in Portland, and I think we'll probably probably trip up uh, one more time around along the way. I think it's probably going to be a dumb one. I think we'll beat. I think we'll beat Giannis in at home, but we're, we're going to trip up to someone. I, I, I think it's probably either going to be the Pelicans or the Heat. Well, I'm gonna tell you if we beat if we beat the Blazers tomorrow, I have full confidence that we're gonna go on like this four this six game. Here's the problem with the Miami game is we have plenty of days before playing the Heat. We have like a two game two day gap, and you know they're they're just going to have like some sort of there's going to be a little rust, and by rust I mean they've been in Miami the past three days. Um, Drink lots of water. Exactly. It's so, so, something's gonna happen there. Um, all right, Deion Waiters is ready to have his revenge game against oh, OKC. I'm changing my answer. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you, Bobby. I think we'll trip up. I I don't think we'll beat Miami. I just have a bad feeling about that game. But I think we beat Giannis, and I think we can uh, win tomorrow night. So I would say, what is that? I'd say the only uh, game we lose is to the Heat. So I think we go on a little win Pelicans? streak too. What, I think what we beat the Pelicans without Anthony Davis. We just well, that's sat. what I said then. I, yeah, I said we, we win all four straight, and then we lose to the Heat. Oh, you said we lost to the Heat, too? Okay, yeah. so yeah, I agree with you. Y'all, y'all, we just sat for about ten minutes trash-talking the Heat's roster, and now all of y'all think we're losing to the Heat? <laughs> so that's the, yeah, that's the, the Thunder thing to do, though. Exactly. That, exactly. that is the Oklahoma City Thunder's identity, bro. Losing to bad teams that we really shouldn't lose to, and then beating good ones. I think ones. we're mainly making fun of their payroll, too, because... 
Pat Riley just was desperate and paid Tyler Johnson a ton of money, and then Dion Waiters for one pretty decent like half of a season. They're in the Is Udonis Haslam I mean, still on that team? Yeah, it's his last year. Yeah, he's a legend. Man, that guy's old. He, he's Miami. He's, he's Miami's Nick Collison. For, Despite, exactly. I, he just hasn't done anything at all since maybe 2011. He was wa- he was washed in know. the LeBron era. Yeah, I only know that he's on the team because there are some fans that travel from China and they had a Udonis Haslam poster in the crowd in one of their games. And I was like, interesting. Big Uda- we came also- to watch Udonis Haslam. I go, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, I would low-key get a Udonis Haslam jersey. Why? Because he's, he's been dude. looking for an event, like to get any kind of vice jersey. I would get it on a discount. Exactly. True. True. I th- there. Are... I'd maybe get a vintage Heat, like '90s Heat Udon. He's not been there in the '90s. This is well, yeah, I know, but like they create those. I mean, they have those with like Dwayne Wade. They did have like three years yeah, but... where they wore the throwbacks. Yeah. So, but yeah, but okay. So I, I guess I'll I'll pick the. Uh, it's going to be the easy. Um, pick them here. I think we go three and two. We lose to Portland and Milwaukee, and we beat Orlando, Miami, and New Orleans. Just the easy ones. That'd be a bad sign, dude. If we lose the two best teams on that stretch, I mean, that's Portland, a bad sign. Portland matches up really well versus us, and we always have a tough time. Yusuf Nurkic is one of the few guys in the NBA that does really well versus Stephen Adams and really gives them fits. And another thing is Milwaukee; they're just a really dang good team. We really can't discount them. Uh, the last time we played him at home last year is that egregious out of bounds call with his, Giannis's foot on the line. That was terrible. We're gonna be pissed about that one. I I don't think really. I I don't think we're gonna be that pissed off about that. If these dudes play eighty two games a season, they'll probably be like, oh yeah, I remember that. Whatever. Yeah. It, it's, it's not like some you remember for a long time. Speaking of bad calls that you remember for a long time, we're gonna wrap this up with uh, Ford. Um, would you like to give a eulogy to your lifelong uh, New Orleans Saints for having a? I have I have learned to never speak of the New Orleans Saints ever again in front of you guys. Just, I don't even want to waste my time <laughs> fighting against ten other just, dudes. Just like, a little background. Like, just I'm a little not, background here. I'm After not. the Saints made the uh, NFC Championship, Ford chimed in in our group text and said, uh, "Who dat nation." Or something like that. How about those Saints guys? My my Saints, and we're like, oh, wait, wait, what? Where did this come from? And then they're my boys. I, hey, man, they are your boys. I just want to. I just want to, to see if you have any words to say about the loss. I've, I've get, what do you want me you about the loss? How I feel? Yeah, about I'm the giving loss? you. I'm giving like, you a, a little soapbox. Oh, it's the worst call in NFL history. In NFL playoff history. Recent modern NFL. I'm, I'm sure there's some egregious ones. I mean, there was, you know, did Des catch it and like the tuck rule and shit like that. But this is up there. This is this is top five. That was egregious. It has to be the worst call. I mean, it's 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 blatant passing interference. I mean, the dude, it's head to head. It's helmet to helmet contact anyway, too. Like that was, I, I just I mind boggled at how the refs didn't call it initially and even gathered together to discuss if they should throw a flag and didn't. Like that's just uh, it's, it's it's bad for the league, you know. They di- they it, didn't even discuss it. They the one ref was adamant that he the other guy do not throw it. Do you see the footage of that? The thing is, the guy was right there. It's just like it's okay. So the, I, I guess the guy talked him out of throwing so the flag. Yeah, you know he was real. Like the ref was vehement that like the other guy do not throw the flag. He's putting both of his hands up in like a stop formation. Like no, 
No, no so flag. So, do we know which ref that is? Because I read, I read this piece that said uh, three refs that were refing that game. Uh, all three of them live in Los Angeles, and one of them played for the Rams in the 1980s. I want to know which one it is, and if it's the one who played for the Rams that was saying "stop, do not throw a flag," I, that would be very interesting to me. Tinfoil hat time. Yeah, that that sounds that sounds a little sketch right there. I don't I don't really know about that. Yeah. I'm not gonna. And you know. Oh, you can oh no! Bobby, for, for the record, I'm not going to give props to Andrew and his team making another. Hey, yeah, there. how about them Pats? Yeah, we're gonna. Hey, Andrew, I was with you. I said the Pats were going to slither into the Super Bowl again. We should get bold hot. Take. Wow, that is just that is just always a hot take of Pats winning the AFC. They're they're playing Chargers and then at Chiefs, who have the MVP candidate. I mean, that's a tough. We, we're underdogs. Ugh. Uh, well. Yeah, uh, we'll probably do a Super Bowl podcast. We should bring on Keys and his hometown Chargers, Ooh. just to. But what? what? No, yeah. Rams, dude. Rams. My bad. My bad. Don't do this call. to me. Yeah, Jameson wishes. J- Jameson, do you not do, do not <laughs> want to talk about do you not want to talk about the Patriots for an hour? Uh, I've moved on from it. I'm more. I'm on Team Patriots right now. The city of LA. So I, 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 I need Rams. to keep them on the. I need to keep them on the. I don't give a shit about football train right now, because if somehow the Rams win, the slight chance that the the fans that don't care about football are all going to go over to the Rams is just going to kill us. We can't do it. We, if we I have, have to deal happen. with Crabtree. <laughs> After they win the Super Bowl, oh my God, I will kill myself. But like, this is this is the, the one worst. time. One time I've cheered for the Patriots probably in my life coming up here on the Super Bowl, and I'm gonna hate it. I and if you guys if you guys actually lose this one, it's 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 gonna really really. I hurt. cheered for the Patriots uh, in 2001 because I didn't like the Rams uh, and I thought they were a scrappy underdog. That was the first football game I ever watched. I was a bit. We, that's when we were scrapping Yeah, it's the first one I remember at least. I remember a couple like here and there, but I just I never liked I never liked the Rams because they beat uh, the Packers and Brett Favre, and it made me mad. I was a big big Brett Favre guy back in the day. The one thing I I need to say about that game is Julian Edelman might be the luckiest human being of all time. It's very true. Very true. I mean, he just runs up the middle and Tom Brady throws it in the breadbasket every time. Dude, and then he gets killed and then somehow didn't touch that punt, which he, I don't uh, know. I still don't know about that one. I, he did, I don't think. He didn't touch it, but, I mean, I don't think the refs should have overturned it. it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he touched it, but, like, it kind of looked like it hit his thumb for a second. I thought it was pretty clear that it didn't touch him. Who knows? It could have grazed them. Either your skin or the ball doesn't have to move off a graze, and a graze is it, a touch. So whatever the thing is on the field, you it also didn't even matter in the full term because the Chiefs got the ball back and had better and had better yeah. field goal pres- or and had better better field position. So I don't know. That was, that was a two really great games. Uh, I I really think the only one screwed up by by officiating was uh, was the Saints Rams one. The the Pats just that was a, that was a great game. There are bad calls both ways in that. Oh game. yeah, but it wasn't like you could. I, I felt yeah, I, yeah. I felt like it was pretty even. So there wasn't one defining call like the uh, previous game. Yeah, for sure. Pats was that was egregious. But well, um, 
it's been a pretty fun pod, boys. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll we'll meet up again in early February. It's going to be some interesting conversation for sure as we inch towards the trade deadline and all-star break. So uh, any, th- any last words for you guys? You've got very limited time to go and vote for all-stars. Uh, Alex Abrinas votes are counting <laughs> double today. <laughs> so everyone that um, – I guess not many people are listening to this before 11 o'clock. But to y'all, please, y'all have two hours and 12 minutes. Go vote. Ford? God. I'm good. Excited for the next one. Should be interesting. I want to see how we, uh, I guess, continue on with this stretch and kind of get out of the slump. I mean, I'm kind of interested to see how this team evolves and if we can kind of get back to the contender that we thought they were at the beginning of the year and get out of this slump, see who we really are. Andrew? Let's go pass, baby. Well, I think that sums it up. Sums it up for us. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast as usual. Uh, rate us five stars. Uh, give us all the good reviews and stuff. Uh, we're five star. We are. We are, we are a podcast of five star men. Please, please recognize us as, as such. We will. We we, we will. Be, we 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 are working hard here. This is it's good time. Thank you, D Bird thirty six. Thank, thank you, D Bird thirty six for a one review. Whoever, whoever you, are. you are for saying we're a group of five star men. Much appreciated, D Bird thirty six. Um, yeah. So, thank you all so much. Signing Have out. a good one. Sign it. This is, uh, these are the Pod Boys. That's not our name. We're signing out. The Pod Boys. You know what? We're sticking with that. We're, We're sticking tied with Tide Pod Boys. No, I, I, wait, I didn't say the Tide Pod Boys. I said the. Tide no, 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 no. I said we're the Pod Boys. I didn't say the. I didn't say nothing about Tide Pods. I'm not a millennial. We should get sponsored by Tide Pod. That would be dope. We'll, think it, we'll be the Tide Pod. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. That's, log it on out. Thunder up, y'all. Oh. Thunder up. <laughs>